Welcome to Anything Goes, the best geek and pop culture podcast broadcasting from Long Island, New York. I'm your host, Timothy Rooney, and I'm back with another podcast, but it's not about Harry Potter. It's not about horror movies. It could be about horror movies. There's going to be some horror in there, but it's about movies in general, but not just anything broad when it comes to movies. Movie theater experiences, best, worst, and saddest, things of that nature, and I'm not alone because I have guests. It's the joke I'm beating into the ground right now because nobody want to hear me talk to myself, not even my own inner thoughts. Who am I speaking to today? Dakota Weekend. Hi. That was like the longest intro I've ever heard you do. <laughs> no, I know. Like, more maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Nikki Torres or Nikki Muggle. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm wonderful. <laughs> you guys ready to talk movie theater experience? Okay. Um, I say we we should break it down, break it down like this. Let's try to do this. It's very musical today. Very musical. It's, uh, I mean, just from showing people inappropriate songs oh to God. doing singing. <laughs> Bear Force One. That's all I have to say. Anybody? Hoo-ha! Hoo-ha! Just don't don't do it to yourself. <laughs> yes, you want to check no, it out. Don't do it. Earliest memories is you have the microphone oh. in your hand. You try to kill the buzz of the musical. <laughs> trying to kill your vibe. <laughs> totally. Uh, well, uh, my absolute earliest experience in a movie theater is before my memory because um, my I was born in December of 1990, and I literally saw a Kindergarten Cop like two months old. It's not a tumor. Yeah, like my mom like brought me in. She said, I gave you a bottle, you passed out, and you were like the calmest baby. Like they've never seen a newborn that's been like quiet the entire time. Um, And then like the first one I remember, it was in like first grade and there was this cool like bear that you would take home and everybody would take him home and write in the class journal what you did with the bear. So naturally I took my bear to the movies. Um, and so we went to go see Gold Diggers, The Secret of Bear Mountain. And I literally <laughs> had to look up the name because all I can remember is that the girl from My Girl was in it. But it's Christina Ricci and then Anna Ch- Chmielski. Is that how you say her You name? looked it up. I, I, well, I can't I can spell it for you. But, like, I can't say it. We obviously know I have a speaking problem. Um, but, yeah, that's, like, my first memory. And I just remember, like, I was like, we had to take the bear to see the movie with the bear in the title. And it's literally, like, probably... Probably so lame, and I should rewatch it just because out of For curiosity. Of it. And yeah. what was it called? It was Gold Diggers. Gold Diggers: The Secret of Bear Mountain. 
She gave me money. I say she's a gold digger. <laughs> I'm a knee. This is because I like killed the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to shoehorn as many musical references as possible as, as the night goes on. Get down, girl. Come on. Get down. Earliest memory. I know all the words. So I could literally like rap this to you, but I'm not going to because I'm not participating in this. <laughs> all right, fine. You put your foot down. Dakota and I will have our... <laughs> this is when people click off, like, all right, open a new tab, go back to pornography, whatever they're doing, rather than listen to I'm this. channeling my Jamie Foxx, I'm sorry. Okay. That's how you channel your Jamie Foxx. All right. Um, I actually have a couple earliest memories. It's just, it's weird because if I think really far back, I only remember being really young for only four movie experiences. Mm-hmm. Um. And, uh, the, As in movie theater experiences, movie right? Movie theater experience, okay. yes. Um, the first earliest – my earliest, earliest memory I can ever come up with is seeing the Rugrats movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good. We uh, – I was up in Maine with my family and uh, I actually checked it out. It's 1998 that this movie came out. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah – and we were in this theater where it was like one of those dine and watch theaters. So you're at a table watching a movie theater and they bring, would serve you while the movie is going on. Which I haven't done yet. If I remember right, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. You're probably just better off just movie and dinner and movie. Gotcha. But yeah, no, I remember going to that theater and my mom bitching through it. Why? She hated the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> My mom literally was in tears, and we made fun of her. She's like, when you're a mom, you'll understand. Because she was so upset that, like, Dill got lost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or that moment where they're, like, like rather than getting home, they just want their puppy back, and they're talking to, like, they think the God, but it's just it's just their father in the suit and stuff like that. Like, ah. Yeah. Suffering a major concussion, short-term memory loss from that crash that he did trying to find his children. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I probably should watch this movie again. Yeah, so. We can't. How are we supposed to find the kids when the we jerks? We remember are... it, but it's your earliest memory. So, like, that's weird. Ghost... <laughs> no, I remember very specific moments of them because I used to watch that a lot when I was a kid. And I, one of my favorite moments is when, like, they were playing in the <gasps> the crate. Honey, I'm going to have to call you back. And then is um, Stu and his father going out looking for the kids. And he's looking at his father how are we supposed to find the kids when this jerk is in front of us and the door opens and it's the kids in yeah. the moving truck in front of him? Uh, well, we found a kid. <laughs> just wasn't the one you're looking, looking for. for. <laughs> <laughs> God. Ding, ding. Water on a bing bay. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> go on with your memories. Otherwise, uh, I'll be singing okay. more songs to myself. Okay, the next, uh, my other earliest memory is the first live action movie that we went to. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what possessed my parents to take us, but we saw Castaway when we were like 10 years old. Oh, that must have been a joyful Oh my experience. God, I didn't get it. I was so bored off my ass. But looking back at it, it's like, holy crap, that was a real, like watching it again, it's like, this is a really great movie. But as a 10 year old me, I was bored. Mm-hmm. I didn't. They definitely took you because they wanted, wanted to, to go see it. it. Yeah, like it was, you were just dragged along. <laughs> yes. But then immediately after that, I remember with her family, friends, uh, we're no longer friends with these fa- with these people. Mm. Long story, long complicated story. Gotcha. Uh, we saw Blue Crush. 
That was a that was I, even as a kid, I knew that was a bad movie, and my mom. What do you mean? You don't think they crushed it with that? Honey, <laughs> I literally almost had a singing moment, and I was like, "Stop it! Don't you dare!" You'll, it's, I saw you'll sing radio. until you're blue in the face. That's for sure. I I went to go see Bluegrass shoot, and it was like a radio. Like my like cousin had one ticket, so like it was like me, my cousin, and my grandma. Like went to go see it, and we're like, "This is kind of weird. Like, this is a weird <laughs> thing for like." And I was kind of young, so yeah. Yeah. Who was in there? Is that Jessica Alba? Oh, mm-hmm. No, that was before uh, Jessica Alba. He, uh, Boswell. Uh, Boswell. Yeah, yeah. And, um, that was two thousand two. Michelle Rodriguez. Right, that was during like the first like beginning of the Fast and Furious craze with her and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, so Kate Bosworth, Matthew Davis, Michelle Rodriguez, uh, Santa Lake. Uh, is that is those is that the last one for your earliest memories? Or uh, I have one more, and that was the first one at Regal Cinemas in Ronkonkoma. Mm-hmm. We saw the cartoon version of The King and I as a family. Interesting. Talk- that's not so bad. As a kid, I enjoyed it. My Doesn't- mom walked out saying, "No wonder that we were the only people in that theater because that movie sucked." <laughs> <laughs> your mother's never afraid to speak. No, she has not. Never did. She was trying to culture us at that point, like yeah. trying to get introduce us to new things. And uh, on TV, we saw the live action version of the King Eye. I, um, I don't know how we, what channel or what. So when she found out the cartoon version was coming, out, she's like, "Oh, okay, let's go see the cartoon version of the King and I." How wrong she was in that decision. Yeah, those are. <laughs> <laughs> let's get eight ball. No, that's all we can. Say four guys four hours later. Yeah, let's get an eight ball. Let's get... yeah. yeah. So uh, my earliest movie theory. Uh, now I believe I got to double check this with my dad. Um, I must have seen a movie earlier than that, but the one that I remember the earliest was seeing Toy Story, and it was November because it was a November movie. I was four years old. Oh no no no. Yeah, I was just, like, turned four years old. And I remember it because it was snowing that day. My mom took my myself and my two sisters to see it. Loved it. And my sister, Steph, and I still text each other quotes of that movie. Aww. And, like, chapter and verse, we can, like, we can quote it. And I remember that experience because it was such heavy snowfall. Or maybe it was because it was – my dad was doing, like, repairs on the roof. Right. And, and, like, one of our, like, family friends that helped, like, like, whenever we need something replaced in the house, we always call him. The two of them were on the roof, shoveling the roof off. I guess they were replacing the shingles or something like that. I always remember that because we never do that. And so those two are just intrinsically tied together. And, and it was just – it was an experience that I'll definitely never forget. And I'm pretty sure I saw it at the movie theater that was in the Smith Haven Mall before they got rid of it. Oh, I remember that. Until, like – I think, like, 2000. Cause I think the last movie I saw in that theater, I think, was – Armageddon that came out in 99 and I think it was like one of the last things I saw there so it, I believe that's where we saw it and another early memory that's associated with it but it was, I know it's not my first but Men in Black in 1997 really enjoyed it and, and um, I don't know if I saw that in theaters or not I remember I remember seeing that really really young but I cannot remember, say if I saw that in theaters or not I saw the first two in theaters I, and I saw the ex- second one in theaters I know and that the reason why have number two perform. That's why I didn't see three in theaters, and I kicked myself for that because number three was actually really good. Really? Yeah. I never seen number three. It got it had, it had me teary eyed near the end. Really? Yeah. <sighs> Movie night at Tim's again. Yep. And it's just gonna be us 
crying. Seventy two. Yeah, there's a reason why. Like I, I, I Elliot, <laughs> it's just my dad not to be in the room with me when I'm watching an emotional movie because he's just going to look at me. He's just like, I just see disappointment <laughs> on his face. <laughs> And he's like, you're like, you're the one carrying on the Rooney name, and you're born like a oh, like a little girl for this. Didn't get much Irish in you, did you? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and moving on now, how I listen, I had the saddest movie theater experience. Oh, that this, uh, like, unless you wanted to like do it a different different way. All right, let's immediately go. Since we me crying like a little girl, let's go to the saddest movie experience. That's how <laughs> that's how we'll justify that transition. Um, okay, so mine's like a total girl moment because um, I like, had oh read. Oh my god! Yeah, I know it's like really not like me because I don't actually cry in movies. It's very rare, and if I do, like it's usually like more because I'm like hungry. Like it's not like it's really <laughs> rare. <laughs> like there has to be like like Schindler's List will make me cry, but like. That's the kind of movie that'll make me cry. It's very rare. Oh, oh my god. god! When he's like, "This pin," this I pin got got two board. more, yeah, one more. I'm like, like oh. I every time. Okay, no, <laughs> or, no. or like the little girl while they're cleaning out the ghetto and stuff like that. You know, just like D- let me just defend myself here. I didn't cry, but it was heavy stuff. And it was upset by it. Right. I just didn't. It, what didn't cause me to cry? You're going to laugh. But I admit why I cry at. But uh, I'm, I'm just thinking, like you say, you're not crying in movies. Yeah. Usually, you're just kind of like hungry. So I get to see you, like in the Passion Literally. of Christ. Like, can this guy just crucify me? Yeah, I'm like really I'm hungry like, right I'm now. I'm getting hangry now. These are hangry tears. I'm just like, uh, all like, right, you can. You, yeah, you can like move it has through, to be super like quicker. something's got it. Like even like Titanic when they're. <laughs> oh my good lord, that was awful. Like I'm not even religious. I want to cross myself on that one because like. Just to be sure. Oh, let's do it. Because, like, woo, that one hurt. Anyway, so like I was saying, um, in the Titanic, <laughs> you're going to hell in a handbasket. Like, bye. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you there. Um, but, yeah, like, Titanic, when they're all frozen in the water and it's like the mother has a baby. Yeah, like, that's moments that I cry. So, like, I had read the book, The Fault in Our Stars. I knew what I was in for. I knew what was going to happen. And, literally, I got, like decently far and by decently far i mean like a half hour into the movie before i started crying and then like legitimately did not stop crying until like i think the car ride back and like luckily it was all like um little well i don't know how well known of a fact it is that i worked in movie theaters but um so i was with all movie theater employees thank god like it wasn't like random strangers like these are people that were like acquaintances of mine um because i like that was embarrassing like i like probably should not have cried as much as i did on that especially when you know what's gonna happen like get your life together nikki i feel bad i have like multiple points per like subject and you have like one each uh okay um i cried at fault in our stars <laughs> i'm not going to get into the i'm going to admit I cried. I didn't see it, so I, 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 literally the way you just confessed it, like, I would not have laughed at you because, like, it's really sad. It's just, like, the way you said it literally was, like, <laughs> like you were confessing this deep Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. I cried to that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Father. <laughs> um, but, okay, let me just put it in the context. There's movies that made, the first movie that I can remember that ever made me cry was watching The Father of the Bride on VHS. 
literally cried at the end. And I when, was when like, you, when she leaves and stuff like that. I was 11 years old and I was crying. I was like, Aah! I want to play basketball. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, no, I cried at Fault in the Stars. The story f- behind that, though, is going to come up real soon. But um, but that's one of the saddest moments. Just just the movie itself. I was like, I'm crying because of how this movie turned out. It was a great movie, by mm. the way. I saw it twice in theaters, actually. You, and you rarely see movies twice Very in theaters. Very Well, Let's let's put it this way. I didn't intend to see it twice in theaters. Okay. Um, it wasn't like the second one's like, oh my god, let's go see Walter Stars. I left. The theater. <laughs> I was cr- I, <laughs> I I was crying in Walter Stars. And I was leaving theater. I don't want to see this movie ever again. And guess what? A week later, I was seeing it again. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I didn't cry the second time because I knew what was coming. What should I do when I get out? I'm, I'm going to read Night by Ellie Wiesel to go to sleep to after that. Might as well. Just like. <laughs> Cry myself. <laughs> but um, another, but my sad prejudice, <laughs> Mister Darcy, <laughs> Mister Darcy, <laughs> sense and sensibility. Uh, she left her for him. It's all real. <laughs> Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> I love both those faces of the crying face. Do you have anything else to be crying? Uh, I have two more things. Okay. To, okay. Um, Toy Story three. Yeah. yeah. Um, the ending to that got me, but it was more for the fact of I literally grew up the entire series, watching the entire series, and then it's like Andy's going off to college. Holy shit! I'm in college. He just gave all his toys away. Woody, Buzz. What are you going to do? Which <laughs> 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 just was on camera. Nikki is like <laughs> struggling with the Pepsi in her mouth, right? It's almost like a, we always had a, a legitimate spit take. It had like, the unintentional comedy of Dakota's story right there. Woo! <laughs> Every time we do these, I thank God because I'm like, if these were recorded, like if you literally saw the things, like you just hear our commentary on it, but like, man. That was bad. Like, you caught me right the wrong moment. Like, I literally took a sip way, like, wrong timing there. Like, that was just awful. Oh, man. That was that, that was worth it all, just alone. <laughs> I think just that uh, that moment we just shared with it, I think, just made me yeah. <laughs> do but, this late at night. On an actual serious note, uh, the actual saddest points is actually two movies I saw with you, Tim. Oh. Yeah. And I think I, I think I know because they're probably going to be in my list as well. Yeah. Um, but after you, the third Hobbit movie. Yes. And Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. And you want me to explain those? Yeah. Um, I'll get into those first before I, I do I, because I have three. Like mine being Toy Story three as well because of my sister and I. That was us growing up to seeing that. And I remember because I think it was a, I think it was opening night that we saw it. We went to Stony Brook and AMC. Where we parked like by the Red Lobster because that was like, the only closest way, and so we dashed in between the cars, trying to get through the roads, trying to fast again. Really, really stupid because there's people like patrolling, trying to find a spot, and we're running like full force through it, trying to get to make sure we get a spot, have our tickets, and everything. And if then it's it's one of those moments when you realize you're never going to have your childhood back. So you try your damnedest. That's why you buy action figures and comic books. You're just like, and you go through old photos and you're like, Oh my God, this is where I was happy. Now I'm sad. Responsibilities. (laughs) 
Not like anything else in your life can have you happy right now. It's the inside out effect that there's always going to be sadness and stuff like yeah. that. And you wish you can go back to that moment where it was just pure joy. Fuck you, inside out. Yeah. You're going <laughs> <laughs> to... They can be taken two ways. Like, fuck you, inside out. Just like, like literally do that? Or just <laughs> then, the, then the movie itself... <laughs> <laughs> there was a double entendre for that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I and I just noticed your like Jack Skeleton like with scowling face on your sweater looking at me as soon as I said it. So he, he, Jack Skeleton of an inanimate object judging me for that joke right now. My sweater is judging you. You know it's bad when a a sweater judges you, and, and this is the era. This is the era of ugly sweaters too. It's like a like a. Fun little fact, like, we're all working on a little too little sleep, so we're a little wired up, and oh. that's why this is happening, <laughs> like this. Oh. Anyway. Dakota's dying yet again. I'm just going to let Dakota die. <laughs> <laughs> Hell's awaiting, Dakota. He <laughs> <laughs> jumped one down the Georgia, he was looking for a soul still, he was a body, he was way behind, he was looking ready to make a deal. Literally have tears in my eyes during this one. This is my Ooh. saddest movie moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Us laughing at our saddest movie moments. Maybe that's how we justify it. Like, yeah. We're not so sad. Don't get heavier, I swear. It's um, okay. <laughs> both. All right. And then the two ones that Dakota was alluding to were yes. moments that I shared with Dakota. Because I remember like my mother like passed away rather suddenly a little over almost two years ago. And I remember Vicky, my girlfriend Vicky and I saw Guardians of the Galaxy before I went away on this trip. Mm-hmm. And how it opens, like, Starla loses his mother, like, she dies of cancer, stuff like that, and he's abducted by aliens. So that movie hits you with really sadness, really hard, and then uh, immediate laughter in the following scene. That's really a fine-tuned bit of writing right there, how you can have one emotional op- uh, side and then a polar opposite. Yeah. And then the following week, I went on a trip to Ocean City. My mom was not with us. She had passed away rather suddenly, so we had to come back, cancel our trip, and deal with all the necessary things. And you hadn't seen Guardians of the Galaxy yet. No. And I'm like, I'm like, let's go see it. And it was kind of like one of those things, let's do something to get our minds off, of kind of, or at least help get my, my mind off of it. And we're walking into the theater, and I warn you, I'm like, the first scene's going to be kind of heavy. And you're yes. going to be like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, you're just going to have to see. So we get in there, and then we see like his mother in the, in the bed, and I just hear Dakota like, oh, no. And I'm just like, yeah. And... Uh, I don't know. It's like one of those things. That I'm still I'm willing up now, just thinking about it. Now we're going to mo- mo- po- emotional polar opposite right here in this amongst this podcast. I am sorry. I did not mean for that to happen. And then the end of the Hobbit, it ends with the last goodbye sung by uh, um, Billy uh, Boyd. Um, and my mother is the one who introduced me to Lord of the Rings in the first place. Mm-hmm. And because it was a big part of her childhood and stuff like that. And it was the last one that was released in this one. And it's kind of like theoretically end to that series, and just how that song is, and then it plays over the artwork and stuff like that. I don't know why that just, yeah. despite like my problems with the Hobbit trilogy, that ending really destroyed me. That's that's the freaking credits. How often does the credits make you cry? Other than seeing like Fifty Shades Grey, because you agreed to see <laughs> that movie. Um, um, and so yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I just remember after getting out of the movie, you're like, a little, you were a little weird, but we said goodbye and everything like that. And then you text me when I got home. You're like. You know what I just thought of? I was like, what? Mom would have liked that movie. And, like, my heart just completely, like, imploded. It was just like... And I didn't mean for that to happen, but I just wanted to... I don't know why. Like, I had to say that to somebody. And since you were with me in that experience, that's why yeah. I had to say that. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I didn't mean to bring the emotional. Uh, uh, no, down. I. You asked, what's your saddest moment? Yeah, I'm just because we're going through the gamut of emotions right here, so I'm just like saddest out there, and I'm like starting to write because we did we actually did pre-production before, so we have notes and stuff like that, and I'm just like, oh, this is gonna be rough, and so yeah, but let's I think this is like the big this is the downtrodden as it gets because right now we're moving into mischievous. Nikki, take it. <laughs> take the wheel. The best part is I had just dropped my notes. So he knew that when he swung the mic over. So I'm literally struggling as his mic's swinging <laughs> towards me. Like yeah, it, that you. was you just needed some comedic with relief after that little heavy moment. So I like my safety was in jeopardy. <laughs> um, okay, well, this was the hardest category for me. Um, being that I did eight years as a movie theater employee, I was like, wow, like what can I admit to have doing and uh, like what is okay um, what's appropriate yeah so like because i do have a i have an inappropriate mischievous story yeah so i was i was like I, yeah i probably have one of those too but um we're gonna skip that yeah um but yeah so there was i i had two so there we go i have an extra bullet yeah I, apparently my pre-production was a little bit less than everyone else's we did it at the same time i don't know what i was doing um but yeah so me and my one friend uh we both worked at the theater and we wanted to see Paranormal Activity, like, 2, I think it was. and But we were both like, oh, man, like, that's kind of scary. Like, I we probably shouldn't go do this. And then we decided to drink. And we're like, this is the best idea ever. Oh, I'm you know, sure it, it sounded like the, it at the time. worst idea. Because it wasn't even like that. It was scary. But it was literally so trippy. And, <laughs> like, we were getting, like, we were crunk off of, like, Swedish fish vodka and, like, fruit punch like it's like four loco these are literally not like this is not something that should have gotten us like white girl wasted but we were, like, <laughs> white girl wasted. and her poor brother like I, like drove us and had to deal with us who were like literally like buffoons and and the best part is like we went to like our job like that and like i'm so like not like that i'm really like a rule follower and like i guess it it does not really as bad because it's not like i was working and i got drunk and then i like went to watch a movie um and then another one, like, because I worked at theaters, we were able to get uh, free tickets at some of the other locations, and they have, like, the eight films to die for, like, yeah. marathon. And so I get free tickets, but I guess I just thought it was too much work to ask my manager to call in free tickets for each movie, so I literally just didn't leave the theater. So, like, it was two days worth of these. I don't even know how I ended up getting, like, two weekend days off. Um, like back, like in the days that we did this, like you could work like up to like 60 hours or whatever at the movie theater. Like there was no cutoff for part time and stuff. You just literally could keep working. So how I managed to do this must've pulled some favors, but, um, so literally like, it's like we would go out too. And like, nobody stopped us. We would get there like for the first movie at like 12 and literally not leave until like, 11 30 12 at night like we were there for like 12 hours and nobody was like hey like uh, did, like did anybody ever rip like a second ticket on those people <laughs> and like they had to have known because that was like a pretty small audience it's not like you know like a a big theater like packed out like an opening night or something like it was literally like maybe 20 it's people a niche audi- uh, there was yeah. a niche audience for the eight films die because that was a big thing in the mid 2000s yeah. right there and they were cool like they were co- especially like some of them obviously better than others but like it was kind of fun to see that you just going back to back to back and um like i yeah so i got away with 
I and it's so funny because I they caught so many movie hoppers and I literally realized I wasn't really movie hopping. I just kind of just never laughed. Like, so what did you do for the bathroom? Did you just like no? Like I would like go out to the bathroom, but I guess because they like were like whoever and you know how like shift works. Like yeah. just in any kind of store, like there's changes and like especially with people who are on like the the ticket taker doesn't usually last. Um, very long on this because it's, it's just like a boring job like most ushers are like yeah can we like switch off mm. so like they'd see me and just kind of like assume that i had like gone in before they got on or like they're like oh yeah like you're good go back in and especially most places have bathrooms within the ropes so you don't have to keep going back and forth gotcha. it was more so like the food that we were a little weary on but like it seemed to work out and literally even if they said something i probably could just call my manager and be like hey like can you one more pass like nikki you realize it's like eight hours later and i'm like yeah no i know i like went back you know like so wouldn't explain the fact that you were sitting there all day yeah like uh, so i that was probably my two most mischievous that i can admit to yeah i'm not exactly the most rule-breaking pe- person uh but lame-o oh god I'm no i'm a wet blanket <laughs> i'm a percy weasley Oh, womp, womp. that kills people. <laughs> that kills people. That kills people. I stabbed him 37 times. And then I chopped off his hands and ate his fingers. <laughs> Carl! That kills people. <laughs> I did not know that it sinks the ship. <laughs> She's dying. Oh god, we Bear. have we sh- force <laughs> one. <laughs> you make me feel. Um, okay, so most mischievous. It's really basic. Um, Island sixteen. Uh, if you know it, there's um, Wendy's just across the parking lot from it. And uh, my brother and I have these had these winter uh, coats where the inside pockets were literally like a foot deep, and um, we would go there, be like, "Hey, you want to get Wendy's and bring it into the theater?" Sure. <laughs> and it's winter, so we have these coats on. So we walk in. We bought four Junior Bacon cheeseburgers each, oh. medium fry each. And a large coquille. <laughs> How the fuck did you get that in there? Deep, deep pockets and slow walking. <laughs> <laughs> it also pays to know that, like, you and your brother are, are large people. Like, you're giants. Like, it's not like you're, like, literally, like, five foot four and, like, carrying all this stuff. Like, your pockets would be, like, naturally huge. Cause just, like, guys are big people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um. You know what they say about people with big feet? Where they say, they're like, damn, you got you got some big feet. Oh, it's very hard to buy sh- uh, sneakers for your hearts in it. It's a little tough. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving big on. Big feet <laughs> means big hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm not getting involved. <laughs> we're just pointing out, we're, we're just making general observations yeah. at this point. I know where this is going. <laughs> I have to hand it to you. That's a way to go. <laughs> your finger's on the pulse for sure. Thumbs, thumbs up for these puns. <laughs> All right, that, that's as mischievous as I got. I was um, a good boy. I have a similar experience because I do have, like I said, like I had a really inappropriate mischievous thing where it was just me and one other person in the movie theater, and I would leave it at that. I, I, I doubt the projectionist was even there because they probably would have said something. And then again, the movie was boring. It was inherent vice. It was a. It was. What was uh, it? Inherent Vice, that Joaquin Phoenix, oh. like Benicio del Toro, like no idea. It was a lamer, 
Big Lebowski. That's how yeah. I. That's how I justify it. And I love P.T. Anderson, but <clears> that <throat> and The Master have been really two disappointing movies in comparison to his movies up until that point. Anyway, all yep. I ask, can't get enough of your love, babe. <laughs> no, no, you wanted to stop singing. You have a moment. You pull the goddamn mic away, especially when you start. Clearly, singing. you two were having a dance party, and that's <laughs> that's what happened. That that had to be the only thing that could have happened, right? Of, of course. He came in here. He was raving like a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> and Nikki's confused. Yeah. It, it was like, it was uh, a, uh, no, after the okay, okay. it, it was a Beauty and the Beast like Vine making fun of it. What, what, what's uh, Bell's father's name? Oh, I don't know. He's that's a hard one. Do you know? Okay, Gaston is describing like Bell's father. Like he's like, he came in here last night raving, and it's just like you just have like uh, pumping music and him with like light sticks in his hand, and just like the same animation over and over him like at a rave. <laughs> <laughs> and when they chuck him out, you see the glow sticks flying behind him, land in the snow next to him. Uh, he was in last night raving. Moving on. Um, uh, friend, uh, my friend Renee, his father. And I, I think it was Constantine we were seeing, and they got Subway beforehand, and they, like, his father got, like, a foot-long sandwich and gave it to me, and we're walking in, and we just got past the usher uh, who ripped our tickets, and I dropped the, the sandwich, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> big silver, allure, like, I'm just like, I can reflect the sun power, I could have, I could have had, I could have powered the... The movie theater for an hour, how much sun I could get off the reflections. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Stuff back in my jacket. I'm like, hopefully nobody noticed here. I just have a weird tanker just growing <laughs> out of my stomach now. That's, like, the biggest mischievous thing. As well as, like, bringing, like, other than candy and stuff like that. Not not too much. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna switch it up and say worst movie experience. Then we're going to go to the best movie experience. I feel like, and then on positive note with that one. So, worst Stop movie theater experience. Over. Okay, I have two for this one. Um, So... I'm almost, like, embarrassed to say that, like, me, my mom, and my sister went to go see Glitter in theaters. Like, the Mariah Carey movie. And, like, I just got, like, the shadiest look from Tim. But, like, um, so no. we're in there. Yeah, that that's it. That's, look how. No, it's not the shadiest thing Mar- Mariah Carey's done. It's actually yeah. marrying Nick Cannon, but that's beside the point. Well, and uh, so we're in this, and it's like a like a small local theater. Like we had been living in Amityville in the time, so I, like I couldn't even tell you like which theater over there because it's you know not one of the ones that would be on my radar now. But um, so we're in there, and it's literally the three of us, and then two like teenagers, and they were just being ridiculous, like so ridiculous. And like I get it, like you know if you're fourteen, that movie like sucked, like, but like there's like. My sister is kind of young. Like, I was on the younger side. Like, there's, like, a mother and her two daughters. You should probably, like, fix your life and not be, like, assholes. And, like, so my mom, like, went and complained and, like, they literally did nothing. And I think that's probably why I was such a strict movie theater manager because, like, it literally, like, stuck in my head that, like – and it's I, it's hard in those situations because, like, you've been there where people complain and then, like, you go in and nothing happens. But, like, these girls were, like, full-on, like, throwing shit. Like, it was, like – like, I don't know what, like, I guess they were that bored. It's, like, literally, if you're, if it's that awful, like, go ask to see another movie. Like, don't, like, my mom was really into it. Like, my mom likes movies like Glitter. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Uh, like, I'm not, I'm not yeah, asking for justification you know? for it. So, and then, like, the other uh, worst was, so I took my dad to see an employee screening of Avengers because uh, he's, like, a super big 
Incredible Hulk fan. Um, but what I didn't realize is that I probably should have watched Avengers before I brought my dad. Because, like, every five seconds it was, when's he going to be the Hulk? I'm like, I, like, I don't know, Dad. Like, I literally am, like, watching the, this for the first time, just like you. And he's like, all right. Uh, when's he going to be the Hulk? And, like, like every five minutes. And, like, then when he finally transforms into the Hulk, because it does take a little bit in the yeah, first. It's like, it's like the midpoint of the movie. Yeah, and, like, literally the minute he goes, I just hear my dad, like, slam his fist down. He's like, yeah, Hulk smash. And there's literally, like, one employee in the theater with us. And luckily he was, like, super chill. But I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> you kidding? And so, like, I literally, like, resolved from that moment forward. And then I think they actually changed the policy so, like, couldn't bring guests anymore but like it, like it may have been my dad's fault now that i look at it but i don't think it was but yeah perspective like that yeah now that i think about it thanks dad for all those employees that couldn't bring friends because of you womp, womp, womp. okay worst movie experience i've had um so zach my brother he wanted to go see the 2006 version of Miami Vice starring um, what's it Colin favorite? Farrell and Jamie Foxx, directed yeah, by Michael Colin. Mann. Yeah. Jamie Foxx, who you were channeling earlier. <laughs> What's his freaking name? <laughs> 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 She's giving my name. Rolling on the knee. This is penance for my nail gun joke uh, earlier. The, the, the penance of man. The penance of man. Nails before God. Nails. Uh, why was this the worst experience? Okay, well, Zach talked it up. He really wanted to see this movie. And he's I a big was... Miami Vice fan in general. I don't know. <laughs> because he always texts me about Miami Vice. Why do you think he just... He just does what he whatever, whatever is wherever the wind is blowing. He just does. Damn! Shots fired! Bang bang! <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gonna listen to this. Now he's gonna listen. Uh, now, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> not going. Um, no, but okay. Here, hey guys, that was kind of me. What you said. <laughs> <laughs> no, he knows. He can. He can bust my balls too. So yeah, but. Okay, so he wanted to see this movie really bad, and I was like, okay, I'll see it. I don't, it's rated R. I don't know how we got in, to be honest with you. I was, right. Not, it was 14, 15 when we saw this. They're big people. Like, you literally, there's no way you looked like young. Like, you, you guys are big people. <laughs> okay, then. Maybe that's well, why. Well, well, well Dakota, you what, 6'3? Yes. And Zach is 6'4? What? Zach's 6'4? Zach is 6'5. Jesus. And I'm just 6'2". I'm like, okay, okay, you make it sound like we're fucking Hagrid or something like that. We're just lumbering through life like, like we have to struggle getting through a goddamn doorway or something like that. Ah, excuse me. Hold on a second. <laughs> Let me just squeeze right in here. <laughs> Mini Coopers and Fiat's are our bane of our existence. Zach can't fit in my car. How can you not fit in your car? He you literally cannot fit in my car. You, you drive a Volkswagen. How do you not fit somebody in there? You can't fit in my car. That's weird. But anyway, but anyway my advice, <laughs> this is how bad this movie was because I don't even want to talk about it. Um, okay, so the clue, clue was, it was we went to Island 16 and the tip off we first got was it was us and eight other people in this theater. It's a big theater. And we're like, hmm, 
it's seven o'clock and it's not even a quarter full. Okay. Starts off okay until it just all goes wrong. And it's like, what the fuck am I watching? It's just so boring. It moves at a snail's pace. And then there's like all of a sudden they show the love interest and she's dull. Colin Farrell's dull. They go to Havana to go have sex, but they don't show the sex scene. So it's like, this is even dull. And there's one guy. And we were like, okay, the one saving grace in this movie could be good action at the very end and a pair of tits. Okay. They got to Havana to go get it on and they cut to the next day, not showing anything, and literally the other people in the theater started getting up and leaving and shouting, "This is fucking bullshit!" <laughs> I'm literally no no joke. We ended up being the last two people in the theater, and there was like a half hour left of the movie. Why did it? Uh, why did it get the R rating? Violence, I think. Maybe maybe Violence. some. Language. I don't. Re- but here's the thing: I don't remember how it ends. It was so goddamn boring. It was I shootout. Can't- it, it was boring. It wasn't anything exciting. And just the story built up is just like, where is this movie going to end? And this is the guy who wrote and directed Heat, probably one of the best action and crime movies I've ever made. And he also did Manhunter and things of that nature. And like, and it's only an hour and a half, but it felt like three hours. It was to- that movie was definitely like it was a two-hour movie, and they cut that down to ninety minutes. That yeah, was definitely it was so it was that was definitely the worst movie experience I've ever had because it was just like they can't get much worse than this. Um, I have a few experiences. Tell me, Kukuklak, what is your experiences? Um, one, the most recent one, just agreeing to see Transformers 4, thinking it was going to be good. <laughs> Dick? I didn't say anything. I literally didn't say anything. Yeah, I did make what, a little What, somebody's coming a duck? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, yeah, no, because I was like... It's got Marky Mark and it's stuff yeah. like that, and I'm just like, oh, what the funky punch in the Transformers? <laughs> no, before we go, we're, oh not going, we're not going down that road yet again. Jesus Fine. Christ! Like, you mentioned Marky Mark, and Dakota like eyes lights up. It, 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 it's Mark uh, like, like, oh my God! It, it's shut up, bitch. Yeah, we're really distractible today. So you agreed to go see Transformers Four? Yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> it, like it can't be any worse. That was my rationale. And I'm like, it, I'm like, it's like this movies would have no plot, and it's the first one that has too much plot. I thought it could have been cut in half again, made the two parter. And I'm like, all right, this is when the credits gonna, end. it's gonna say to be continued. And then it cuts to the next scene, and I'm like, I got a bad feeling about this. I had a total Star Wars moment in the mix, in the midst of that. Um, Prince of Persia with Jake Gyllenhaal. I, it was just a disappointing movie. Even though I was not a big fan of the games, I thought it was just a disappointing movie. Um, Alice in Wonderland, because it was like my last hey. date. I know. Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. It was like the last date with my ex. Yeah. But like that. that yeah. So I don't even know her. I'm just mad that she ruined Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, and, like and like the movie itself, I, I can watch it. It's fine. I, I don't think it's his bit, Burton's best, nor do I think it's the best adaptation of that material. But it was just, what? No, no, no. Uh, I, 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 I'm like, I'm like, no, uh, I agree. See, here I am, like, agreeing, and I'm getting attacked. What is this? My apologies. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do I have to separate you two? We are separated by a blanket and a mic stand. That's so awkward. That sounds so awkward. <laughs> Literally sounds so inappropriate. <laughs> it's okay. They're just sharing a bed together. No, no, Between no, the sheets. no, no. I'm no. standing here awkwardly watching them. No, because no, swinging the micro- microphone back and forth between Nikki and Dakota was going to, like, could knock it off the end. So I'm like, I need to weigh the mic stand down with something. So I had to grab something. It was a blanket. It's all just because they can't see what's going on. They know what's going on too. 
What? You're making it. You're making it more yeah. inappropriate. Like. Anyway, um, I'm totally cutting this part out. No, you're not. Yes, I am. You say that every time. Watch me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So after that, it was probably. Um, Man, Man of Steel, not because of the movie itself, but it was just these one people people behind me amongst, like, it was, it was my second time seeing it. It was my friends Chris and Justin and these, like, young, like, tween girls just kind of like, kicking the back of her seats and having a full conversation at the level like you and we are having right now. And it's during the moment where it's a flashback when it's young Clark Kent on the bus <coughs> and, like, the one of the kids is bullying him. And, and... One of the girls back was like, shut up, you fat ginger, and like yelling back at the screen, and like, Chris and I are gingers and stuff like that, and then both of us were just kind of like, looked over our shoulder, and that's when the bus go careens off the bridge and stuff like that, and I just, and if it wasn't for that, I would have turned around, and like one of my favorite movie insults, I don't know what movie it's from, but it's like, shut that cunt's mouth before I come over and fuck start her head, I was gonna yell at her, Whoa. but then I realized she's underage, and I'm probably gonna get banned from this movie theater, and so I contained myself. Yeah. That's that was that's one. <laughs> that is one that you remember. Yeah, yeah. And I just like and I, I would have had I would have had such full like just like scream at her and make her rule the day that she said that, and then I probably would have left and been left before the cops were called. Um, um, just quickly, that your whole story. Do you have you ever seen the Chris Duckman like venting about people in movie theaters? Yes. That yeah, it has similar situation, but yeah. Um, another one, the last one is not not too bad, but it was just really annoying and inconsiderate. It was Amazing Spider Man. Vicky and I went to go see that, and somebody like brought like their toddler to see it. Yeah. And like sitting in first row, so and you know just like getting hit with all that sound and stuff like that, and the kid was crying the whole time, and I'm just like, I'm like. Yeah, there's some theaters who literally will limit like what time you can bring kids, and like. I I understand the parents out there who can't have to bring their kids and stuff like that. Um, but there really just is like your your baby doesn't belong in like especially some of these loud theaters. And you go to the bigger the theater, usually the louder the sound system. So like, or or even so, you can go the other way because uh, like Island Sixteen has um their theater three is theater three, and I think uh, I want to say eleven are their two smallest. Mm-hmm. And the sounds on the trailers alone sometimes like you can hear them down the hall because it's just like it's set for a bigger theater and then it's played in their smallest house. So like a baby does not belong in that, um, and also like, like like I, I slept through. You know, like you can bring little three month old me, and I you know, I was chill. Um, I know my mom tried to bring my sister to movies, and it like failed miserably. Like I would sit in the seat, and like my sister would be like running around like a maniac. It, <laughs> there's there's literally you know it's it's almost like people like there's movie movie compatibility with people like okay like i know i can't bring so and so to watch this movie because i know they like to talk like i would not bring my dad to see avengers until i had seen it because i knew he would talk so it's it's kind of like with kids like you you don't know how they're going to sit and their first movie experience should not be a movie for an adult because it's just not made for that no and like i have these two like um hmm it was it's by being on the topic of having kids in theaters and stuff like that. Two of them was when I saw the remake of the Evil Dead when I was up at school, and my friend and I were big Evil Dead fans and stuff like that. So we went to go see it, and then it's like, like there's a few other like couples and stuff like that, and then we see like 
a married couple come in with like their eight year old son, and I'm just like, and this is a hard R movie, and like my buddy JD's like, oh no, I don't want the next Jeffrey Dahmer being born in this theater because uh, of this right now. That's hysterical. And I, 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 I was just like, <laughs> and they kind of looked at us. So I'm just like, yeah, and there's, look at me. there's definitely kids too. Like like certain movies, like they appreciate it, and like. Like, I had brought, like, my, like, nine-year-old cousin to see, like, Transformers, and I, like, I don't know what I was thinking. Like, I thought he would find it cool, because he likes video games and stuff like that, but, like, he he just couldn't handle it. It was too boring when it stuff wasn't happening, and that's kind of, like, there's some kids that, something that's on there, it's way above their, like, maturity level, but they're so into it that, like, you as a parent get to decide that, but, like, at the same time, like... I, like, what could your kid be into that, like, Evil Dead seemed appropriate to you? But then there are people who literally don't know what they're bringing their kid into. And that was probably my biggest pet peeve because it's like, what do you mean? Like, I, like, I, it's fucking Bruno. Bruno. Duh. And I literally, like, I, I was working for Bruno. So I literally had a big sign up that was like, the, the content in Bruno may be too mature for adult audiences. And I like wrote why, like what the rating was for. And I was like, and no, like you don't, people don't seem to understand like, oh, like you can't get a refund. Like we would warn people like, don't like, I'm like, I'm just telling you like, this is like some serious stuff. Like they're going like, I like, I don't know what is Bruno. He just threw, he was like, oh, hey, (laughs) we're at work for a while. So let's just throw everything into Bruno. And like. Yeah, like, that was probably one of the worst experiences to work for, like, one of the worst movies, because, like, that should have been an NC-17, and, like, people were bringing kids that, like, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to bring my uh, 13-year-old, and I'm like, listen, like, you don't want to bring your 13-year-old, you're not even going to want to sit in there with your 13-year-old, you're going to want to wash your hands after buying this ticket. Okay, that's how uncomfortable you're going to be. No, no, they'll be fine. They're really cool. No. It's like five minutes later. Like, can I get a I refund? I'm like, now. I don't know what happened. Bitch, like I told you, don't bring your kid in there. And now you want a refund. But it's, yeah, they got refunds. But yeah. It's kind of like also like the 10-year anniversary when they really saw like a couple yeah. brought in the young kid. And like Vicky and I are just looking at each other like, like yo, like granted, this is more psychological than him. That's even more scary. That's not as gory yeah. as the rest of the other series. I'm just like. What the fuck? And you don't bring somebody in there who's going to really cut their own foot off. But anyway, who am I to judge? Because I've seen like Terminator when I was five years old yeah. and stuff like that. And look how I turned out. <laughs> we'll leave that. Dakota <laughs> <laughs> just blinked, noticeably blinked at me. Just like, really, dude? I'm like, yeah. I think it's kind of because we've all been giving each other kind of like looks. Like while well, like, we're, There's a lot of judgment being yeah. thrown around here. That's it's for sure. And I am... We're a little weird tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Harry, Harry, (laughs) Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Best best movie theater moment. Um, My best movie theater, I actually got to see uh, Django in a theater in Texas. And it was like probably one of the nicest theaters um, I've ever seen. And uh, they didn't have recliner seats, but just the way they were set up. And they also had people who came in to monitor the entire movie like they would it was literally like somebody's job to like walk in the movie walk in the next movie then oh wait gotta go back and like if you so much as like said more than like three words to the person next to you like they'd be like excuse me you have to be quiet like and like you would almost find that like intrusive but it was perfect and it was just really Django was worth seeing in that kind of environment because uh like I think it would have annoyed me to see because I had seen Hateful Eight recently and it like people were like kind of like talking through it and it was like pissing me off so it was nice to see it like that so that's my best moment okay uh i have 
Hello. <laughs> I, I, always, I always took a piece off your nose because you're leaning forward with the microphone. Yes. Uh, okay, so I actually have three best moments. Shocking. I have three as well. I've had not alone on this one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go in descending order. So number three, then to number one. Okay? Okay. Okay. So starting off with seeing all three of the Nolan Batman films in one sitting. Dope. That was with the midnight release of uh, Dark Knight Rises. I saw that with Tim and his girlfriend. And, and Zach. And Zach. <laughs> I, was, I, wasn't gonna, I thought it was someone else at first, but it was Zach. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> like we say, he doesn't listen to these anyway. I love you, Zachy Poo. So do I. Miss you. Yeah, but hope, hope you enjoy Texas right now. No, deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, just experiencing that was pretty awesome. Um, number two, um, dos, dos. Uh, this is actually more of uh, one of those memories I think is never going to leave my mind. Um, Finding Nemo 3D came out when I was in my senior year of college, so 2000, uh, 2012 to 2013. Mm-hmm. And uh, my girlfriend at the time and I were both – we quote Finding Nemo. We said stupid Pixar things back and forth to each other. And it was one of those last-minute things. It was it was like we weren't doing anything. And there was a showing at 11 o'clock at night in the town over from our school. And I was just like, you want to go see Finding Nemo 3D? And she's like, yeah, let's go. So we went and literally, literally this gigantic theater – like that, like does the like debut films and everything like that was showing Finding Nemo in 3D, and we were the only people in that theater, maybe like one or two, but that's not the point. <laughs> I didn't break my concentration. <laughs> Sorry, Nikki just did something. <laughs> Drop the charger. Um. So it. So my one. What pretty much leads up to is just her and I watching Finding Nemo in 3D, quoting throughout the entire movie. And just having like this awesome time doing it. What Tim? Who, who, who would have thought that Nikki would just just jump out of a moving vehicle? There's <laughs> <laughs> another. <laughs> now I'm sitting here by myself, uh, talking to myself. That's that that that's chaos theory. <laughs> you were not expecting a Jurassic Park reference. <laughs> no, there, were you? totally just killed like the aw moment. Sorry, douche. That's why you have number one. You, you got to bring up the number one. What? I'm a saying. I have a saying. Look, you guys. What did you do? <laughs> Nikki's trying to prevent herself from singing. All right, so my number one double um, is actually with Tim and my brother going to see a back-to-back showing of Raiders of the Lost Ark and Jurassic Park at uh, what's the town name? Huntington. Huntington Cinema Arts Center. Thank you. I just all of a sudden I wanted to say Mohegan. I was like, no, that's a casino. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Huntington Cinema Arts Center. It was, for those who don't know, Raiders of the Lost Art is my absolute number one favorite movie of all time. And getting to see it in actual film, in the proper sound and picture quality that I mean, it was meant to be. Like Paramount struck a new print just yes. for this event. Oh my God. It was just magic to actually witness it in in a theater like that. And it was something like I never thought I would do experience. And it's my... It's my other favorite movie of all time, so it was just this one like really awesome moment. And Jurassic Park was awesome to see in theaters too. Yeah. Was that the back to back? Okay. Yes. It was amazing. 
Your turn, Tim. I I have three that will go in a descending order as well. Number one, like I mean, I, I mean, number three is like not really like kind of like a big moment, but it's like the movie itself is like it's okay. It's a Spielberg movie. It was my granddad, my sister, and I seeing War of the Worlds. But the reason why I remember that is because you know, like the books, like illustrated classics of like popular literature. Like each page would be like, one would be a picture, and then it would be a description of what's going on. And yes, it's like truncated versions of them. Mm-hmm. I read War of the Worlds on the way down on the plane ride to Florida because I knew I was going to see it with my granddad. Okay. So we saw that and we go into the theater and it's kind of stormy on the way there. I'm like, all right, we can't go on the beach. We can't go in the pool. Might as well go to the movies today. So we go to the movie theaters and if you remember it's Spielberg's War of the Worlds, there's a moment when the e- and like the aliens set off an EMP that shuts off all the power on the East Coast. And that precise moment of when that happens, power went out in the theater. And we're just like sitting there for at least like 30 seconds like, is this part of the movie? And just kind of frozen. And like some guy comes in like with a flashlight. Sorry, we'll have the power back on in a second. Hold on one second. Goes to check something. He hears something outside the door. He's like, what the hell? Opens the door. Palm tree. Flies by. Like, whoa. Power comes back on like, sorry, guys. So start they started the reel over again and then we saw it and again and I love how like when they they start the reel and like the sound isn't right there and it's kinda of, like picks up for a second, like, alright. Then like, okay. And then I enjoy War, uh, Spielberg's War of the Worlds. Sure, you can you can argue the ending's pretty much the same as the book and movie and they should have changed it. That's that's negligible. We, that's neither here or there. We I can have an argument about that all day. Moving on from my number two, my dad and I saw uh, and this is uh, There Will Be Blood, P.T. Anderson's There Will Be Blood with Daniel Day-Lewis as the oil uh, baron and stuff like that in the early 20th century. It was his Daniel Day-Lewis performance and Paul Dano's, Paul, Paul Dano's performance that at the end of the movie, credits start to roll and I'm like, what? where am I? Oh, I'm in a movie theater right now because I was so sucked into their performances I forgot I was watching a movie. I was just like, just there is the only time I ever had that experience. I'm just kind of like, wow, that was really powerful. And I really enjoyed that. And my dad, that's one, because my dad never usually goes to the movies that much. So like the few times that him and I have gone, I kind of always keep it in the back of mind. So those two have just been together. So that's my number two. And my number one is with, uh, Dakota and Vicky and, uh, Dakota's brother, Zach. And it wasn't what? Why do we keep forgetting him? <laughs> he means like, literally, and I was like, "Why he's gonna forget?" <laughs> like, duh, who was the fourth person there? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, I we totally... just talked about this, like I don't know, five minutes ago. <laughs> but it, it was not Raiders and Jurassic Park. I was going to choose that, but I'm not. It was Total Recall and Terminator Two back to back. Yes. Total Recall yes. was on 35 millimeter film, and but and T- Terminator 2 was the uh, like a Blu-ray. It was a digital projection of it, but they put in like all the cut scenes, including a scene where like T1000 is searching John's room. We see the original ending when it's the utopian future and stuff like that. But one of the few moments why I always remembered is because um, it was Memorial Day weekend. I was at Memorial Day party with my family, stuff so that Vicky was with me, and we're like, "All right, we're going to the movies now. We'll see peace." And the whole ride there, I am doing an Arnold impression. Like, come on, honey, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna have, we're gonna be seeing me on the street, the huge blockbuster. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> and so I do that, pissing her off the entire way. 
I get up to the counter when we get there. I'm like, um, can I have two tickets for Terminator 2 and Total Recall? And I did not mean to put the inflection on. And the cashier kind of just gave me like a, sure. And I'm just I pay him. He's, he gets my tickets. I'm like, thank you. We're going to go now. And it felt like Beaker after that. Just like, oh, my God. I never felt so mortified in my life, embarrassing myself. And Biggie's like, you did the honor voice. I'm like, shut up. And another shared experience is, of course, in the opening credits of Terminator 2, they have the t- Terminator 2 theme. And then Zach, Dakota, and I are, like, pounding on the seats in front of us, like, those five no's when it's, like, comes to the end, like, bum, 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 dun, 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 And we're just shaking the sheets in front of us because we're, I mean, it's, like, one of those things that will always pump us up no matter what. And I'll never forget that. And then seeing Total Recall on uh, film and how everybody reacted to the, the over-the-top effects, like, Arnold using that one guy's a human shield, the escalator. He's being blown apart, squids falling. Then he's fighting Michael Ironside on the elevator, and he crushes, he rips his arms off from the elevator. He's like, see you at the party, Victor! And chucks the arms down the elevator shaft. Like, Paul Verhoeven and James Cameron have definitely ruined my lives in one way or another with those movies, but I, I'm so happy for that. That's why that's my, probably my favorite movie theater experience. And you're probably wondering where we're going to go from there, but we actually have a few other random Just experiences. Real quick. What? Okay. Yeah, a lot of um, real, real quickly, we're real, yes, being I, real right now. Okay, so Zach, Tim, and I... <laughs> I think I know where you're going with this. Sorry. <laughs> I think you did, too. Sorry. Uh, we just finished... It was. It's like 3 a.m. Uh, that's like because uh, we're at this uh, Huntington Cinema Art Center. It's from 10.30 to whenever the hell the movie ends. So it's like 3 a.m. in the morning. It's 3 a.m. We're just getting out, and we're all getting to my car, and I've been fishing all week long, and so I have a couple of fishing rods, and... In my car, and uh, to save me time whenever I go fishing, I just leave the lures on. So there's a lure hanging in the back seat. Tim hops in the back seat, and he's moving his arm so he can buckle up the seatbelt. And we're all t- buckling up, and then all of a sudden we hear, ah, ow. Um, I believe i just been hooked. And we turn around, and Tim has a lure stuck into his arm. <laughs> he was very calm about it, but it was like, well, it was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you know I mean? that's the most embarrassing, like, thing, like, being hurt with in public. Another one is that, um, and not a movie thing experience, but me being hurt, like, and trying to act calm, shooting a video up at school, and I'm like, all right, I'm in the woods, I'm like, holding my camera up, and I'm like, oh, I need to back up just a little bit more. Camera's rolling. All right. And, uh, hold on one second. And action. Ah, fuck! Because I backed into a thorn bush and I didn't know it was there. And you just see the camera just, like, dip a little bit when I yell that. (laughs) And so every now and then my buddy girl would just text me, like, like, and action. Ah, fuck! (laughs) And I'm like, oh my god, I'm never going to live that down. Wouldn't, yeah, definitely not. But yeah. also, the, 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 <laughs> that was not the funniest thing that somebody said that night after I'd been lured. <laughs> it was Zach, desperate for a potato skin, and he was willing to give one of us a Hummer if we bought him potato skins. <laughs> and we went to a diner after, because we saw Inception, it was supposed to be Inception and Matrix back to back. Kill Dakota. Yeah. But like, hell Dakota, thing. Yeah. It's coming faster yeah, and yeah, faster. Yeah, like, the, the ground's gonna crack open and it's gonna be a hand to suck well, both like kind of tenacious D like exactly <laughs> I, I wouldn't be upset if it's David Grohl double I'm keeping the mic away from you I, I fucking cried 
Oh, we're back to that. No. <laughs> Very sassy today. Oh, and then it was, uh, we've never let Zach live that down. Whenever we go to a diner, I'm like, Zach, you want some uh, potato skins? He's like, shut up, man. Are you going to get some? <laughs> that would usually how the conversation goes. Uh, let me go back to uh, Well, I had actually seen the, the Dark Knight uh, like marathon, but I did the quality check for it. So I did it like overnight. So I literally um, – we started the first one, like, I want to say, like, maybe, like, 11, 30, 12. And then, like, we're all like, yeah, like, we made it through. And then we start, like, the dark night. And, like, you just slowly see, like, the employees start to, like, nod off. Like, it was, like, a collective sleepover. And then um, and we had to wait because uh, the keys didn't go active until, like, I want to say, like, uh 8.30, in the morning, something like that. So, like, we had, like, this big gap. So we're literally just all, like, slumped in the lobby, like, literally waiting for, like, Dark Knight. Um, but that was, like, probably one of the coolest things to get to see the marathon before, like, everybody else. And right. then, like, um, literally be, like, I was – I think I was the only one in my theater. And I think the only time that I got interrupted because I was in charge of planning employee screenings and we had to test every theater – that Batman was loaded in, which was, like, theoretically, I think it was, like, 15 of the 16 theaters. So I had to have a person in each one, but we didn't have enough radio. So, like, literally people would, like, have to text me in order to, like, I would have to let the projectionist know. And uh, so like, I only actually got interrupted, like, twice, and it, it worked out really well. Um, but that that was pretty cool. So it's like you reminded me of it when you said it. Um, not nearly as good as, like apparently your brother's quest for potato skins but <laughs> that was my real quick that like you're you're real quick like escalated to like a whole new world a whole new world i, I set it up and i'm so mad don't you dare close, close your, your eyes, eyes. <laughs> and one of my favorite reactions in any animated movies they're flying and the birds is flying with them there's like they're singing they're like Arrgh! i I think it's funny that you've progressed to the point of, like, you're not really laughing. You're just, like, inhaling air at, like, this weird, like... <laughs> His brain is desperate for oxygen at this point. He's slowly Literally, there's no lethargy. It's just like... <laughs> like and it's... I think we're, we're going to need, like, inhalers by the end of this. I know. Like, this is... what. What's the next topic that we're switching over to while Dakota is just... Strange experience. It's just... Ah, experience. <laughs> Um, uh, I think so, we're devolving by this yeah, podcast. I, I think we're just gonna. It's, it's pretty funny. We though. may just rape and pillage after this. Just, just rape and pillage. <laughs> oh my goodness! Let me cross myself one more time. Woo. Anyway, so strange experience. Uh, have you heard of the fourth uh, fourth screen screenings? Like, uh, not a lot of movies did it because it's honestly like, it's not worth it. So, Nightmare Before Christmas was playing at the Farmingdale um, multiplex. And I was super stoked. Like, I get really excited to see it in theaters anytime. Like, I, I've probably seen it in theaters way too many times. Um, and uh, so we go, not knowing that it's a, it's a fourth screen experience. And we go in, and you're supposed to have an iPad. And, like, we didn't know that you're supposed to have an iPad. And, oh, I'm calling it a fourth. This is why you don't know it. I'm calling it a fourth screen, but it's a second screen. I don't know why I jumped. Like, I times it by two. It's extra <laughs> special. <laughs> You know what? 
And the, all the shit y'all have said. You're going to literally give me crap about yes, something in fourth grade. Yeah, we're going to have, we're going to just like, mm, yes, yes, and yes, lift our noses at you. Fucking judgment. No. Uh, <laughs> I can't judge because I was just literally dying. Die, yeah, like wheezing. You're wheezing laughter. You're going to drive home like, motherfuckers. Yeah. I agree Imagine, this. You're trying to get me for like a podcast and be like, oh, now you want to talk, huh? Um, But so we go in and you're supposed to have an iPad and like. I'm getting so pumped, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, start start your iPad up. And I'm like, oh, it's like, no big deal. Like, we didn't bring it. And, like, the cashier's like, oh, you have an iPad, right? And we're like, no. And she's like, oh. And so we went in, and, like, literally the movie pauses at certain points. You're supposed to, like, play games. There's, like, a trivia. So we're literally, like, pretending we're spinning wheels. It's, like, just the two of us in the theater. I'm, like, singing along, and, like, literally an usher comes in. Like, I guess he was looking to see if we had an iPad, and, like, was very confused because here I am like super like excited even though the movie keeps stopping like every like 15 minutes they're like Oogie's team is winning like help Jack defeat Oogie and I was like this is awesome and it probably would have been even more awesome with the second screen so it was really just strange entirely. And just imagine the guy with like a Wi-Fi Geiger cabinet it's like mm, there's no iPads in there there's something I'm missing here that's why he came in charge of like <laughs> yeah why are these people laughing like that they probably thought we snuck in too because like it's like oh like they don't have an iPad, like, they don't belong in the second screen viewing. <laughs> I think they literally did, it was Nightmare Before Christmas, and then I think they did uh, The Little Mermaid, and that was it for that. Like, it literally was so unpopular. Didn't they, like, Family Guy make a, made a skit of it? Like, it would, but they had, like, multiple endings for that, like, choose A, do his taxes, B, find out what's going on, like... Goes to press uh, B, but ends up accidentally hitting A, so he just does his taxes in the meantime. He's kind of sitting there. <laughs> yes, the yes. Oh, man. <sighs> okay. So I got three, but they're more awkward. Some of them are more awkward than strange. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be good. Number one, seeing the movie Wedding Crashers with both my parents. <laughs> <laughs> yes. John, run! <laughs> Just oh. the opening scene where like the, the girls are being thrown onto the, the bed, and just progressively getting less and less clothes until they're like just boob shots. It's just my mom was like about to like die, and I was sitting there like red faced, going like, "Oh my god, no, no, no!" That's why. That's why you check the ratings before you go into a movie. We man. did. They want my brother and I were going to go see it, and my parents decided, "Hey, we want to go see Wedding Crashers." Do you what? know what Wedding Crashers is? I was like, I have no idea. My your dad, your father wants to see it. Why are you coming then? <laughs> so yeah, that's just awkward because it's like, okay, my mom is and my dad are here, and there's boobs on the screen. Hmm. Okay, number two is with Tim going to see the movie Into the Woods together. <laughs> my mom. It was a great movie. Oh, yeah. Into the woods, into, into the, the woods. woods, and I was part of a stage production okay. with you. Uh, with I'm, not doing it. I'm not singing. Into the woods. I know the words. Into the woods. Shut it's up. at me, <laughs> but I won't. I put my foot down, oh, yeah. and I'm sticking firm. <laughs> yeah, this is when principles start being broken out right now. An hour into the shenanigans, it's only been an hour. It hasn't been my fault. <laughs> it's a little over an hour. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. You've been dying for like. Most of it, yeah. <laughs> but yes, that was another awkward moment because my uh, because you you and I haven't hung out in a while. 
we wanted to go see a movie, but there was really no movies out, mm. or there was like a movie that you saw, but I wasn't really into seeing. Right. And it's like, oh, Into the Woods? Sure, why yeah, not? Well, sure, why not? Let's go to Regal. We have, it's re- newly reopened. It's got mm-hmm. those new, nice reclining seats that probably cuts out probably like 30% of how many people can see a movie because yeah. of the, the gigantic size. Yeah, but so my he, Tim comes and picks me up at my house, and I was like, oh, where are you guys going to see? We should have lied. We should have lied. We should have said something else. We're like, oh, into the woods. She looks at us like, are you fucking gay? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, um... Really questioning myself right now. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Once it was over, we went, we went cruising too. We brought we brought our patent leather and spike and chains. Yeah, oh my god, you assless chaps yeah. and all that all that stuff. Um, we start seeing the YMCA on the street. The Literally the worst mental picture. Like I wish you had <laughs> never said that. I will never look at either one of you the same. Like that was awful. Uh, I, I think my mirror may crack if anybody really thinks about that. So. But um, number one moment. I, I, am I involved with this? No. This oh, thank is God. Going back to my saddest, saddest movie experience was seeing um, – uh, let me look at my thing. Fault in Our Stars. Thank you. Um, it actually deals with one of my friends. I don't think I want to name her just in case. But um, we went to PJ Cinemas in Port Jeff Station. And if you don't know this one, it is literally a hole in the wall place. It has four or five theaters. It looks like really shit. There's no other way. It's it's bad. I, I like it though. I, I like the character of it. But go on. Um, this is it gets weird because Nikki had a boyfriend. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> I can cut this out. I can cut. Can it you out. just bleep it? No, 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 I'll cut it out, I'll cut it out, just, just go on. Okay, so my friend had a boyfriend, and he didn't want to go see any of the movies with her. So I was going to go, because I'm her friend. You're, you you were re- relegated to the gay best friend right there. I've tr- I've been in friend zone city with this girl for, like, forever. Mm-hmm. And at first it was like, huh, okay. And then it's like, I'm really not interested in her, so I don't really don't give a crap. But it was just like, okay, so... We first saw Captain Phillips together, and if you do, Captain Phillips, great movie, nonstop like suspense, like you literally cannot breathe for like the majority of the movie until like spoilers, the pirate dies, and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and just uh, Tom Hanks playing like the trauma of like this the shell shock of what just happened. It was really, like, powerful, and you got choked up a little bit. However, my friend started bawling her eyes out, awkward, like, really, like, hardcore at this moment. And it's like, she was crying and everything like that. She was crying midway through the credits with the lights on. And people are now walking out looking at her like, I must have hit her or something. It was something horrible just happened. <laughs> and it's just like, can you get your shit together so we can go, please? I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> um. <laughs> Woo, oh boy. Yeah, and then the second experience is seeing the fault in our stars together. Once again, she had a boyfriend, and she didn't want to see this movie, so I got dragged along to, to it. And great movie. End up crying. 
I ended up crying, but I wasn't ending up crying like Nikki was. Oh my god, I said it again! How good that I was. I honestly think it's because it's my name. So I think you're like, it's easier for you to say it, and then you realize, oh man, I said it wasn't. Oh my god. No, like, finish your story, you have to cut it out. Alright, so. What was I saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I have three. I, I have just, three moments at this point. I have to cut bleep out. Bleep it. Uh, yeah. uh, just bleep the name. Uh, bleep your name, please. I don't want to be associated with this podcast right now. Um, <laughs> obviously. Okay, so I end up crying. My friend ends up bawling her eyes out because it's so romantic and everything. And then it's like. Okay, I'm stopping crying right now because, no, yes, the movie was romantic, but now it's just getting awkward by you saying the movie, it was romantic. And I was like, no, go away. This go magic away. moment <sighs> when your lips are closed to mine. Sorry. My endless <laughs> love. Friends can listen to endless love in the dark. Friends can listen to endless love in the dark. <laughs> Sorry. Nick, uh, Nikki is now looking at us like we're... <laughs> hey, it's the only time like I'll, I'll say absent in a positive light because I like his earlier stuff. Yeah, and that, I know it's a total hipster douchebag thing to say, but a lot of his movies now they suck. No, I have to agree with that. No, but the statement is I like his earlier stuff is a total hipster thing to say. Like, really? I, like, yeah, it's because like I love Metallica's first albums before they became big, like, and just being really butthurt about uh. the fact that it's popular and it's not your thing anymore. Um, Your strangest moments, Tim. Well, it's not a strange thing. It was that um, Avengers um, Assemble! Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I try so hard not to laugh when you guys say stuff and it literally just like, News team! Assemble! Hi, Ron. My friend JD and I wanted to see the Avengers opening day and it was the last day of classes at school and um... So, but the only the theater in Oswego was only showing in 3D. We didn't want to pay for th- for 3D, so it was like the only 2D ones in Cicero, which is about 35 minutes south of us. And then first, the showing is at seven o'clock. He had a radio show until six, so we jumped in his car, race all the way down. And now, mind you, last day of classes, there's something called the Bridge Street Run, which is a big bar crawl throughout the main street of Oswego. So we had to battle through that to get out of there. Then fly down the highway to get there. We get there, get our tickets, and find seats in the midst of the Dark Knight Rises like trailer. And we're like, "Holy shit! That's that disappointing Batman movie coming!" Sorry. Um, we sit down, enjoy the Avengers, love it. And I, before I go any further, it was not that disappointing. It was just the hype got ahead of itself, and there was no way that could have been satisfying to everybody. Because I got, I got, I saw that judgmental look from you, Dakota. Wait, we're talking about the first Avengers? Yeah, like that showed the Dark Knight Rises trailer, and that's why I was saying. Oh no, uh, Dark Knight Rises was disappointing. I mean, Compared it's my to- least favorite out of the three. Yeah. Okay. So, but the strange, the, the best part was like we're driving home, we're driving back to Oswego, and we're just like, that was so fucking cool. Like, yeah, it was a it was a comic movie that can be light and funny because we were so used to Christopher Nolan's movies by that point, and so we get back to Oswego, and Bridge Street Run has got out of hand. Cops are now shutting down Main Street, and then we're like, oh, we can't get back to this. We have to go through, like, the neighborhoods to get across back to uh, campus. And we're driving down one of the streets, and there's um, uh, students arrested or handcuffed laying on the ground right now. 
and on one corner, and right next to it, like a few feet away, is a girl being held back by another uh, by a female officer. And I don't know if she was yelling at the cop or the guys that were handcuffed, but it was like we have our windows down so we can hear what they're saying. He's like, "I hope you fucking die, you motherfuckers!" And we're just like, <laughs> we burst out laughing. And I know she heard us, and we just kind of scooted away, just like. And it, it was one of those memories that's always connected with that. Just like. Every now and then I'll text JD be like, I hope you fucking die, you motherfuckers. And he knows exactly what I mean. And that's why one of the strangest movie day experiences I've ever had. Oh, man. Uh, I, okay. If you're adding that, I have one more strange thing. We're post-movie theater. Okay. Okay. So it's back with my ex. Uh, I think we came back from seeing Wreck-It Ralph this time. Nice. We're walking back to my room. It's like... Well, Friday night, uh, like around like 1 a.m. So we're walking back to my room, and literally these two girls who are drunk off their asses are crotched uphill in front of a uh, storm drain, relieving oh. themselves. Oh, that's crouched. Did you, did you mean like? What did I say? Crouched. <laughs> 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 But I'm, like, I'm just like crouched. I'm like crouched. Like, is it like, <laughs> I'm like, 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 are they like lying on their backs with their crotches in the air or something like that? Like, <laughs> I thought you said cr- no, no, crouched. I think like you gasping there is starting to cut off your articulation skills right now. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 no, I was just really, I didn't mean to, I really didn't mean to like bring attention. I just literally thought they were doing something else. And then you, <laughs> then you were like relieving no, yourself. No, crouched. They're crouched. <laughs> okay. C-R-O-U-C-H-E-D. Yes. Crouched. <laughs> Okay. I probably misspelled crouch. <laughs> anyway. You can't remember your brother's name. Let alone the spelling of words. Crotched. Hey, honey, you want to get crotched tonight? It'll be a lot of fun. Crotched down. Yeah, this is penance for the nail gun joke. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, you really nailed that one. That's for sure. Okay. Uh, okay, so there. Did you ever walk out of a movie? If, if so, if there was one, what were you going to say? No, you go, what were you saying? Because I can always wrap it up real quick. Uh, I'm saying that, that I was going to move on. Okay. No. Um. But yeah, no. So they were, they're pissing into a storm dream. Okay. Let's put like people on about it. And one girl sees us, stands bolt upright, pulls up her skirt. It's like, <gasps> and the other girl is still, it's still squatting down there. It's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and she's still going. And me and my girlfriend are all like, oh my God, what the fuck? Well, you gotta, so that you was the most go. awkward post movie thing we've ever seen. At least they like were considerate enough to do it over a storm drain. Like no, no, they, they were hitting the concrete and letting <laughs> no, it run into no, the storm drain. No, I, I thought they were crouched on top of a. No, they're mean, up, no, they're crouched uphill from a storm drain. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> the crotch. You really crotched that up right now, yeah. I gotta say. Yeah. Uh, so what was the next topic? Is there ever a movie you walked out yeah, on? Yeah, um, two, actually. One, uh, wasn't my fault. Like, I would have stayed. I, I actually, I think I actually went back into it, but, um, uh, my sister got really, really freaked out by Orphan. Like, I don't, I just guess it, like, went in her head and it, like, literally, like, just mind fucked her and she's like, we gotta go. And then I was like, no, like, I'm, I'm gonna go back in there. Um, and then Miss March. Now, keep in mind that I don't pay for movies like if i pay for movies it literally hurts my soul so like 
for me to walk out, like normally it's like, all right, like, well, he didn't pay, like just stick it through and rant about it later. But like Miss March was like this stupid comedy. It was all about like some guy who wanted to get this Playboy centerfold or whatever. I don't, I don't even, oh. yeah, like I don't even know why I thought this was something I would like. I don't really like, com- like I have to have like a clever comedy. I don't really like stupid comedy. And these are like, this was stupid to the max, like, but it wasn't funny. Like it was just stupid. So I was just like, I think I made it like maybe a half hour, and I was like, "Fuck this shit!" And I walked out, and my manager's like, "What? I thought your movie didn't get out till later." And I was like, "Bro, I want my time back. Like, here's your pass, but like, can we just rewind that?" And he's just like, "Bye, Nikki. Like enough." So yeah, Miss March. Don't even bother ever watching it. I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie. I know it's something that, like, uh, as a category, but I don't think physically, I don't think I've ever left a movie early. So, if I actually, yes, I did. (gasps) Liar. And it was, and it was just because I was just like, uh, I don't know why I was feeling it. It was something like emotionally, I was kind of like in a different place and stuff like that. And it was Jurassic World, not thinking about it. It I saw it the second time, and I'm just like, oh, you just like, man. No, it was something else that that was bothering me, and I was just like, I'm just like, I just want to see the assistant get eaten. I just want to see the assistant get eaten. He has the most over-the-top death in the The most minutes. unnecessary death in the entire movie, but yeah. And that, that, I, I got that fixed. I was like... <laughs> now I can leave. <laughs> okay. um, it wasn't like that. It was kind of like, all right, I got to get out of here now. And then I left. Yeah, no, and then I got home. And um, the- yeah, no, I never walked out of a movie either, but Miami Vice was... Close. <laughs> That's all I had to say. Miami Vice it was very close to that. Now, of all the theaters that you've gone to, which one have you frequented the most? Um, I I frequent uh, Broadway Multiplex the most. Uh, that's the one my boyfriend works at. So, like, I'll literally go and I'll, like, sit in a few movies before he gets off. Um, I like it there, too. Like, they had got the recliners before Regal got them. I mean, Broadway's a, a hike for when you live out here. But I honestly think it's worth it because their recliners are a little bit different. Um and, you know, I just kind of like their theater. And so that's the one I go to the absolute most. The one I go to the most has to be uh, Lowe's 17. Uh, that's in Stony Brook. Mm-hmm. Um, just abs- I've always liked that theater. Um, it just, for me, it's just the, just the most comfortable and, like, most home, home, homey for me. Right. Um, they also do a lot of... Uh, Anything that Island 16 has, uh, Lowe's has, right. except they have some other additional like stuff. Like I saw um, a Doctor Who special there with you. Yeah. And, Cyberman. Uh, yes. And then I just recently saw with my friend, with the awkward friend, uh, doing a Sherlock, uh, the Sherlock special. Mm-hmm. So I just always loved that theater. So I go to that as much as I can. That one used to be the most frequent one I, I went to for a long time because it's really close and stuff like that. I've always enjoyed it more than Regal and Portion Road. But um, as of late, for like maybe like the past two years, it's been really consistent with Island 16 because cause I remember seeing one movie at Stony Brook and then seeing it again in Island 16. And my eye, because I'm real nerd when it comes to cinematography, and I and my eyes can clear can tell that it's clearly sharper and better at Island 16. So I'm like. And I'm like, I want to see it the best quality possible. So I always insist, like, on 16. And, and I, I never really have a problem there. And, like, the, my favorite moments is that usually when the movie's over, I usually w- drive behind it 
they get out of there and I always pass like the uh, industrial park area that has like the weird fog that kind of goes across the road. And I always, and I always like play like kind of like eighties, like John Carpenter, like keyboard driven soundtracks. So I just make it even creepier. I'm like, we're listening to like escape from New York or the fog itself. And I'm just like, this is really unnerving. I'm like, where's my camera? I wish I had it with me right now. Assault on Precinct 13. Check it out. Now, now is there, I know this is getting really Really uh, down to the nitty gritty about things about movie theaters that really stand out. Concession stands. Which one is your favorite? Uh, like what I order on. If you want to reveal that, or which one's always the best quality? Uh, well, yeah, I, this is bad for an ex movie theater employee to admit, but I totally always bring in my own food. Um, but I, if I do order food, well, one, like, say I go to like Island Sixteen or any of like that chain, so like Farmingdale Multiplex, Broadway Multiplex, any of those, um, I always get like the forty-four ounce souvenir cup, like to the point where I literally have so many souvenir cups. Like, there's only really so many Specter cups that you should, like, one person should own. <laughs> um, Sam Mendes and Dave, Daniel Craig own that many. Like, no, they they probably don't because I literally what? just buy them. I was saying about the Specter movie. Oh, brooch. Okay. God, Dakota, you're just you're off today. <laughs> I'm gonna be driving to go to home afterwards. <laughs> I know. Go home, Dakota. You're drunk. <laughs> I'm not even drunk. Uh, but yeah, it's, like the cold air will sober you up real quick. Oh yeah, real okay, fucking quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Tim, I'm, I'm all better now. I'm by Lake Rancock. Can you give me a ride for the rest of the way home? <laughs> oh my god! And so we f- cold. find him like frozen on the side of the road. Like I'd feel really guilty. I feel a little bad. I chuckle a little, then I come and get you because I, I have a black heart like that sometimes. Let but you then suffer first, then <laughs> yeah, save the day. Like, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get you now. <laughs> save for the moment. Uh, but if I'm going to order food, it's the nachos with cheese, but I get the jalapenos. Like, I don't know what it is about, like, movie theater nacho cheese. Like, I literally, when I worked at uh, Sunrise Multiplex, I would, like, eat that for breakfast. Like, it was, like, jalapenos and nacho cheese. They're like, Miss Torres, are you eating any nachos with that? I'm like, no. (laughs) And it, like, literally would be the only thing I'd eat on, like, a 14-hour shift, and I was so, like, okay with it. And I don't, like, I can't eat popcorn. It literally tastes like paper to me. Like, I'd rather eat this paper that I wrote, like, all my notes on than go to the movie theaters and get popcorn. And, like, if somebody puts it in front of me, I'll eat it because it's out of habit. But, like, there's nothing about popcorn. Like, people are like, oh, my God, at the movies and the aroma and this and that. I'm like, no, no, you take it. Like, it's all yours. I prefer, like, making popcorn in the microwave than getting popcorn in a movie theater. Uh, I'm more of a sweets person when I'm at the movie theater. And I'm not a big sweets person to begin with, so... Then I'm always sneaking sweets in. But what were you going to say, Dakota? No, I'm so glad that I'm not the only one that doesn't like popcorn. Just in general. I don't go out of my way to eat it. <clears throat> ever. Really? Yeah. No. That's true. You oh. never like whatever. Unless it's white cheddar popcorn, then it's like, oh, God. That's like that's the only exception. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Um, my girlfriend, I told that to my girlfriend, and she was like, how can you not eat regular popcorn? White cheddar is gross. I'm like. Says so the person who doesn't sorry. go to movie theaters. This is the person that does. Yeah. Like, she's like, are you going to, going to the movies? Make sure you get a pop, bowl of like large bowl of popcorn with extra butter. I'm like, like that's going to happen. 
Um, but if I go to a movie theater, just simply it's going to be a Pepsi or Coke and peanut M&Ms. That's it. Nice. And it's sometimes I'm not big. I don't don't eat sweets very often, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes just it's just a Pepsi. Right. Um, you either Pepsi or Coke. I know this is like somebody's really listening to this, oh. like like Jesus Christ, like what's wrong with Pepsi you? Pepsi or Coke? Oh my God, that's the worst. Um, I I'm a Coke person. Dakota's a Pepsi person. Yeah. yeah, and I it all depends. Like I'm a caffeine person, so like just don't give me Sprite. Unless there's, like, booze in it, but, like... Sprite I can deal with. I'd rather have Sierra Mist than like, Sprite. I need, like, caffeine. <laughs> and that's weird, because that's a Pepsi product, yeah. and Sprite's a Coke product. Yeah, so, like, I like most movies, like, I think... Like, when I go to the multiplex, I, I'll do Cherry Coke. Ooh. Like, that's what I usually stick with, but, like... Uh, oh, man, I don't... I don't think I've ever... I don't think I've actually ever ordered Pepsi or Coke at a movie theater. I think I almost always go with like a specialty. It's like cherry or like, like if they have Dr Pepper, forget it, game over. That's what I'm getting. It's kind of like if you go to Taco Bell, you yeah. end up getting Baja, Baja Blast. Blast, man. Like you can't help it. You just have to get it. It doesn't matter what you wanted, but you're there. <laughs> I wanted water, but I got it's like Baja I just Blast. came here for cinnamon twists, but I walked out with 27 Baja Blast, and I don't know how it happened. <laughs> and the bottle is not the same. I don't no. know what they did to it, but something in those, like, soda fountains. It's not, just yeah, magic. It's, yeah, it's coming out of Yeah. Well, they put something in those um, fountains. It's magical. It's aerated. As well as... Well, wow. well, <laughs> it's falling from a distance. It's like aeration. So if I, like, dramatically poured my bottle yeah, out, it won't work? No. Because it's, it's already been made and put into a bottle. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have vocalized any of this. And it's I, like, okay. regard it. But then again, like... You guys said that you were going to wear ashless chaps, so like we were saying we were going to. No, I'm definitely. I'm pretty sure Dakota said like volunteered you guys for this. (laughs) That's what happened. (laughs) Rewind. But yeah, but also we were talking about like like, have have Coleman sponsor crucifixion. So there we go. Move. I I had to bring that joke back. Yeah, that was rough. (laughs) That was rough. Like man, like I said, not religious, but I'm still feeling that. Yeah, and Dakota. Dakota's gonna be. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna find out that, like, yeah, Dakota has demonically possessed right now. Like, oh, wait, yeah, I was just about to say, like, the exorcism of Dakota again. <laughs> I was, I'm gonna come over, the, go over there, and be like, I fucking knew like it, the man. The power of Christ compels you. I swear to God, I know I'm not. There's nothing going on with me because I can say prayers without like any harmful shit going on. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I can make jokes for the sake of making jokes and stuff like that. I obviously am not really that serious. Um... But, like, uh, other than, like, Coke, preference is usually either, like, M&M's, regular M&M's or Kit Kats, if I'm going to have sweets. Okay. But if I'm going to have, like, junk food with it, like, I usually go to the Nathan's at Donald 16. There's Yum. the tenders and fries combo. Vicky and I, we usually get that. You don't do the cheese fries? No, I don't do cheese fries <laughs> because I, I get honey mustard instead oh. as, my, as, my, as my topping, as my preference right there. Now, since we're talking about possessions and stuff like that and scary things. Scariest movie we've seen in, theater, in theaters, or maybe even just a scary movie experience in general, if you want to talk about that. Uh, now you added that in? If you yeah. want to just talk about the scariest movies, we can just, just do first. that. Okay, I'm going to do it in two different categories. Scariest movie I've seen in the theaters, and scariest movie I've just experienced. Miami Vice does not count. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, scariest movie experience in the theater, or? Yes. Oh. Miami Vice does not count. 
Damn, I wish I had Miami Vice was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm totally like tagging Miami Vice in <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm uploading this. Uh, okay, so if you know me, um, I'm not really a ho- big, I'm not at all a fan of horror. I don't like scary movies or anything. Um, occasionally there's one that, do- there are some that go like that I will enjoy and watch, like Halloween. Tim introduced that to me uh, by DVD, as well as Night of the Living Dead. So that's two movie, two horror movies exceptions. Um, but I never go to a movie theater to go like, oh, let's go see a horror movie. Never mm. happened. Never will happen. Uh, I swear to God. Uh, but the scariest memory, uh, scariest movie memory that I had, and you guys are gonna like judge me hardcore. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean: Curse of Curse of the Black Pearl. Don't be embarrassed because mine's worse. Oh, really? (laughs) Okay, thank you. (laughs) I don't know. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, no, just when uh, Keira Knightley is seeing, like, them all zombified for the first time as a little kid seeing it, like, in theaters, I was freaking out. Especially the jump scare with the monkey, the evil zombie monkey. Hate that monkey. Just hate that monkey, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> like, can I go last? Can I go last? You go first. <laughs> yeah, it's only gonna make it worse. Uh, no, you go first. <laughs> okay. The scariest movie I ever saw in theaters was actually The Conjuring, and because I'm a big fan of James Wan's work, and I, I like from from the first saw onward. And I remember that because the movie gets so quiet at points. And not just the jump scares, but like it's very there's jump scares, but they're not false jump scares. They're yeah. warranted. And it got to the point that I'm just hearing like so quiet here. I mean, like people like crunching on popcorn yeah. and candy, and like they're across the theater. I can hear that something bad's gonna. Holy shit! And it was just <laughs> one of those experiences where everybody was so in tune with each other. Everybody was in the same emotional wavelength. And I think it was the moment where, like, one of the characters, like, the daughters, one of the daughters has sleep, um, really bad, uh, sleepwalking. Yeah. And she kind of, like, she's, like, banging her head into this one, like, chest that was the, the, like, drawer chest that was at the house. And it's, like, set up early in the movie, like, okay, just turn her around and set her back to bed. Happens for the second time. She starts banging her head. Older sister gets up, puts her back into bed. And that's when the sister wakes up and looks up what's on top of the chest, and it's the evil witch just, like, hanging off the end. you kind of like, what? And then the camera just pans up with the, the older sister turning and looking back, and then just leaps onto her, and you're like, what the hell is going on? Later in the movie, like, main char- one of the main characters is stuck in between the walls of the foundation of the house while being attacked, and he gets shut down, like, falls down the foundation in- into the basement, and, like, the, the, the witch that's doing this tries to mess with her, and this witch died by hanging herself on the property, and so she's on the basement floor trying to crawl out of it, and you hear, like, you hear, like, the rope stretch, and you see her legs just fall down in front of her as she's, like, pretending to hang herself in front of her. You're like, oh, that's really messed up. And it left, like, such an effect on me. Like, the one thing that, like, has a great catharsis at the end, and I feel really rela- relieved. And I know this is just a PS to that story, is that at the end of the movie, like, Ed and Lorraine Warren were the people investigating the Amityville Horror, and they name-dropped that practically, that everybody in the theater was like, oh, that's us! 
They're talking about us. That's our heritage right there. And I, and I tweeted that at James Wan when that happened, and he, he liked that. I was like, yay, because I'm a star fucker like that. <laughs> I, I, I tweeted at Kevin Smith this morning saying I was crying listening to his podcast talking about Alan Rickman, and he, he liked that, so – I don't know. What is your scariest movie? <laughs> Name drop. Name, <laughs> Name drop. Um, I was like, like, I know these people. Yeah, no, I know. It's funny, though. Um, I, I actually watched The Conjuring by myself, like, alone, like, with, like, a beer in my hand. It was, like, literally the worst decision of my life. I, um, like, I regretted all of my life choices in that moment. I couldn't even, like, get up to go to the bathroom because I was so petrified of, like, everything. Um, but I, that's I, not it. Uh, this I have a PS to The Conjuring after that, yeah. but uh, I'll, I'll let you go. <sighs> Okay, so literally the scariest moment in theaters, this is why I said, like, yours is nothing to be judged about, freaking Scary Movie 3, when the aliens come out, the fakest looking aliens in the whole wide world, I don't know why it scares the shit out of me, but I went, ah! and like the guy, <laughs> the guy next to me probably thought I was the biggest asshole, because he literally spilled... <laughs> He spilled his soda all over him and his date, and I felt so bad, and I apologized, and I think he knew that I was legitimately scared, and it wasn't, like, just me being, like, an asshole screaming at a non-scary part, um, but it really freaked me he out. He jeopardized his chance of getting laid that night. You know that. Yeah, and, but maybe I didn't because, like, they were probably really sticky and, like, had the shower. Like, maybe I helped. <laughs> You're reaching there, but all right, I'm I'm stretching, but you know what? We can't call him up and act, so (laughs) we'll never know. Um, But then, like, the other funny part is um, another scary movie, another one that's really, they're not fucking scary. I don't know why I have these moments. So my cousin, who's a few years older than me, um, she used to bully me a lot, and I, like, still bring this up. We're, like, cool now, but, like, she was, like, mean to me. And um, so I was staying over her house, and we had rented, like, the faculty, and I was cool with that, and I don't, I was too young to be watching this stuff, but Urban Legend was next on the, the, the list, and I wasn't about it. Like, I wasn't about it from literally the moment she put it in, like, the VCR. Like, I was just like, this is not for me. I'm freaking the fuck out. And she's like, haha, you have to stay and watch it. And, like, so I'm literally, like, trying to cover my face. She's, like, ripping my hands apart. I try to take a pillow. She, like, fight. I'm literally got my eyes screwed. She, like, has, like, like literally, like, everything, like, what nightmares are made of when, like, somebody, like, overpowers you and, like, opens your eyes. And, like, it's, like, right when the dog explodes. And I screamed so loud. And our grandfather, um, who, like, he had, like, really bad, like, um, emphysema. And he walked up the stairs banging on the door because I literally sound like she was murdering me. And I was like, Mom, I'm never sleeping at Grandma's again. Like, this is ridiculous. And my cousin, like, I still bring it up because I, I hold a grudge, like, 20 years later. Um, But she's like, Nikki, like, you do all this horror makeup. You, like, work in haunted houses. Like, are, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, to this day, I cannot watch Urban Legends because of you. And like, so... She's like, you've got to be kidding me. I literally, if she if she ever gets married, that's mean. It, when she gets Ouch. married. Yeah, I didn't mean it like that. She's going to kill me. Uh, you're not forever alone, I promise. Um, but I'm going to bring it up on her like wedding day. Like, clink, clink. Bitch can't watch Urban Legends. But isn't that embarrassing? Those are really that's, embarrassing movies for a film. I was imagining you like Clockwork Orange with like the techie that's, with like that. Uh, that's the image I was trying to like put in your head because that's literally what it felt like and like it was kind of scary she overpowered me she's a bully 
Uh, P.S. to the Conjuring stories. I remember it like months later. I'm home alone. And it's like it's on HBO. I'm like, I'll watch that. Sure, man. And like, as you know, like my house creak. It's creaks. It's old and stuff like that. And like, like the house is creaking by itself. And I'm just like, I probably should turn this off right now. And I, and I eventually did. End up sleeping with all the lights on that night? No, I, I didn't go that far. But I was, I was like, a, not like before we watched it. I was gonna get the poster of it again, the poster of the movie, and put it up next to my bed. And the, and the poster, like the one I wanted, was just like the wide shot of the house and the big tree in the foreground. And on the ground it has the shadow of like the hanged witch and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's gonna be right next to my bed. Yeah. I don't want any more bad juju bringing on to me stuff like. Like I like I really make I make bad jokes and stuff like that inappropriate and I'm like and it's securing my place in hell firmly, <laughs> but I don't want to go there any prematurely than I have to, so I'm like I'm not gonna do that. Um, last thing we're talking about is dealing with crowds. Crowds is like definitely a big part, especially if you're seeing a big movie or a blockbuster or, or doing a midnight release. Crowds can make or break a movie for you. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk about the best and worst. Uh, experiences with crowds of movies, and then we're going to wrap it up. So, Dakota, since you have the microphone in front of you, let's go with you. Okay. So, actually, I don't really think about this. Uh, best crowd. Uh, it's actually... I don't know if it would be the best best crowd, but it's the most memorable crowd. Um, that was Toy Story 3, because it was a packed theater, and everyone was there trying to be a kid once again. And it was amazing. You end up, I, I end up crying and everything like that. But at the same time, <laughs> you start realizing, like, you're not the youngest person in the crowd, but you're not the oldest person in the crowd. And the younger people, like the younger tweens, outnumber you dramatically. And it's like, you're crying, and they're judging you. And it's like, I remember this one, like, stupid tween girl who's dressed like she totally gets dick all the time. And she just, You like, don't say. Dude, you would just stamp, like, stamp whore on her forehead yeah um like sorry that was a little like offensive but now i'm just imagining i'm imagining the stamp like from last crusade this <laughs> <laughs> a real loud clang yeah. on her forehead um but she i'm i'm here i'm crying at the very end and she's like looking behind us and like does her friends like they're crying behind us i i don't get it I don't get <laughs> oh my god <laughs> It's like really like I was a I was like let's just give me give me my moment and my sister uh, who I saw out with she was like ready to kill this girl because it's like give me a fucking moment. <laughs> it's like no 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 no. It's like you weren't even alive for the first movie, so you don't understand. So that was like the bet. That was the most memorable crowd. Um, the worst crowd is actually two. Um, one is very predictable. Can we all guess? My, this, I don't know. Miami Vice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no need to explain that. But then the other one is when I saw the movie The Producers. Really? It wasn't the crowd in general. It was the people we went with. Okay. Because it was my family plus our family friends that we're no longer friend, family friends with. Uh-huh. The same people we saw Blue Crush with. Right. They We went to see The, the Producers. My family ended up laughing our asses off because... Mel Brooks. And, yeah, of course. It's a, Mel... it's a great, it's a really funny movie. Right. Um, they didn't laugh at all. They didn't like the movie at all. And they left like, I can't believe you guys thought that was funny. It was gross and just the jokes were nothing. It's like, are you serious? It's just like they just threw a giant wet blanket 
on top of the movie. And it's like, really? You're doing this right now? So that was probably like one of those like moments. Deflated. Um, Well, like the whole thing, it's since I see so many movies by myself, like I don't actually get that crowd experience, but I did what crowds I worked that were the best um, and worst. And uh, the best crowd control I did was uh, Harry Potter. Like I made it a point to make sure I had seen the movie before because I didn't want to have any issues. And like it's kind of cool to to see everybody else, and especially like obviously we know like I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. So like it's like yes, my people, um, and like everybody was super chill and everybody was really understanding, and it just worked according to plans because I like I was like right them. It was like little security thing there like i they would have me like yell directions down hallways of full pack people so like you know that can go wrong really quickly with some crowds but uh harry potter was definitely one of the best crowds to work for um and then the hands down worst 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 crowd ever to work for is the fucking magic mike crowd they were literally the worst people in the universe like first of all like buy your tickets online like, this is a movie, literally, all of your girlfriends, like, your girlfriend that you haven't seen in, like, 20 years and, like, you want to go see a movie with, every single person, like, does that. And so they're all going to the movie theater. So it's sold out so freaking quick. And so literally you get, like, these large parties of, like, 10 women who are all yelling at you, like, my movie sold out. I'm like, yeah, like, your movie sold out yesterday. I don't know, like, what you would like me to do about this. And literally it got to the point where... I had to go, um, I had to leave, like, the lobby and go in, like, we have, like, an elevator. So I went in the elevator room and literally, like, cried because these people were so mean to me. Like, it was to a point I was like, listen, I will call Regal. I'll find out if there's a time. I'm like, but my next open movie for Magic Mike is tomorrow. Like, I have nothing tonight to give you. It's not even like I have refunds. I can get you, like, one seat here, one seat there. Like, every bitch and, like, a few select men are here, and I literally have nothing. Like, I don't... Like, you've never seen that many women in, like, one place. Like, it was just we're a lot of seats, we're double-A batteries, there's only a few guys in there right now. Yeah. It's like, what do you want from me? It was legit, like, and, like, oh, my God. Like, I... It, it was just, like, I don't know why they were so nasty over a movie, and especially, the movie's not good. Like, it's just men stripping, and, like, yay, but, like... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and, like, it's so funny because I had taken my grandma to see it, like, after I had done with all this, because, like, I like to make awkward situations, you know? <laughs> I just thought it was cool. You just lost all your credibility it was, like, with that. Literally, like, it was me, my mom, my sister, my grandma, and, uh, and my sister, like, I'm not sitting next to grandma. I'm like, I'll sit next to grandma. This is great. <laughs> and, like, the movie ends. I'm like, hey, grandma, like, what did you think? And she's like, I've seen better. I'm like, the movie are the strippers. And she, like, just looked at me and then, like, kept walking. And I was just like, Damn, Grandma! So, yeah, that's my magic mic. It was the worst fucking crowd of people ever. I have, like, two really good crowds. And one that's not, like, a bad crowd because I've de- uh, it, it was just uh, experience itself. I think the movie just kind of affected the crowd. The two, like, best ones was actually Midnight Release of Scream 4. And because everybody's a Scream, like, the uh, people who are going there are Scream fans. And if you are, they, like, you're, you're horror movie fans and you're, like, really... I want to say like it's educational or smart horror or something like that, but there's there's a lot more there's a lot more wit to at least the first two anyway, and so I'm like everybody's there for the same reason. Everybody enjoyed it for exactly that. One of the other best crowds was actually for M Night Shyamalan's The Visit, because that movie is pretty well constructed, and once those like things start to come apart, like things start like the plot starts to um, twist and turn, you just feel the emotion just like like a wave, just like. <gasps> 
oh crap, that's gonna happen. Oh, and then the twist that hit that hits you, you're like, oh shit, and you just felt that realization go throughout the entire crowd. And I thought that was really, really cool. And that's why I'm just like, and my show, I'm like, you do low budget movies because that's where you can be creative, but also exude like that he does have talent. Moving on, um, worst crowd, Transformers Two Midnight Release. Because it, it was my sister and I, and it, it was just like a cr- uh, theater full of bros. We're going to see a Transformers! And a few nerds that are just like, first one was okay, but I hope the second one's better. Sorry, I know. I, I'm i a nerd. I'm a geek. Yeah. However, oh. I can call out some of them who are just like, over geeky. Yeah, like, I, I, I pride myself as a geek. I'm with sorry, but stuff. Megatron doesn't do that until, like, season 12 of the original series. And like, then, like, know, oh and my it's, god. It's a cliche and stuff like that, but I like I pride myself on the fact that I'm a nerd with social skills. I know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I define myself. Believe me too. <laughs> I was like, I can have a conversation with pretty much anybody, but also I can geek out as hardcore. I'm not going to be like, <sighs> you like Voltron? Me too. It's, it's not like that. Like, oh, I can have a conversation with that. So it was just bros and those people and my sister and I. But also, it's Transformers 2. And so, like, just the mixture of those variables put together really had a disappointing experience. And then that's pretty much it when it came to really bad crowds that I was dealt with. Any final thoughts you guys have with the experiences that you thought of in the midst of doing this? No. <laughs> There's a pause there. <laughs> no, because I was literally like, oh, like, do I have any, like, great, like, stories um, from working um, or literally from going? And, like, I mean, there w- there was – it's kind of funny because my dad worked in movie theaters before I did. Like, I think I was literally, like, bred to work in movie theaters. And then you turn around and you look at my sister who, like – she, she literally, we couldn't even bring her to movie theaters, and she worked in a movie theater, and it lasted for, like, two months. Meanwhile, mine lasted eight years. <laughs> so, like, it's it's just kind of funny. Um, And, like, one time I, my dad was watching me, and, like, I had to kind of hang out with him at work, and he's like, oh, you know, I just got off. Uh, let's go watch a movie. And he, like, brought me to see Selena, like... And my mom, like, flipped the freak out because she's like, that is age inappropriate. And I watch it now and I was like, what was she freaking out about? There's literally, like, nothing in that movie. Like, someone gets shot, but you know, it's not like you see it. Yeah. Like, so. And that Jennifer was Lopez? Yeah. Jennifer, as a Spanish song. The Spanish thing is Selena. Like, I'm, I almost want to sing it to you because the minute you hear the song, you'll know, like, who we're talking about. But I'm not going to do that because I said I would not sing. S E L E N A. Selena. Not like it was, it was a moment like first paranormal activity, somebody passed out. It kind of like fainted, but I think it was because they were just like had low blood sugar and stuff like that. Was Wasn't that an it? island? Yeah. Oh my God, was I working that night? Possibly. I, did she like, it was a she, right? I think so. Fall down the stairs? We had to stop the movie? No. Oh, okay. We had, we, we had that happen to somebody like, fell down the stairs and we literally had to stop the movie and like people were getting mad about it and i'm like are you kidding like there's literally emts in here and my manager's like nikki you can't tell people are they kidding i'm like but are they kidding <laughs> like are you kidding <laughs> so yeah like that's why i thought it was that because i'm pretty sure i probably was working like odds are i was probably working yeah. the night you went to see it because i was always fucking working <laughs> dakota final thoughts or last um... mo- last memories 
No, I really, I mean, most of my memories about going to the movies are normally positive. There's not too many negative ones. Yeah, because the closest, that's the closest thing. We have a lot of religious things, but it's the closest thing to a temple or church for me because that, that's the place I, I go to, and I it's a ritual when I go there and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's just like an escape for like it's an hour and a half to three hour escape from yeah. whatever you're dealing with. Exactly, and it's all dependent on the storytelling and everything like that. Even like the bad ones, leave effect, and it's obviously caused a lot of comedy between the three of us tonight. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, we're a mess. Oh god, I cannot I, I, wait to listen to this. And oh, like, oh yeah. God. So, if no. you want people to follow you on social media, Dakota, where can they find you? I don't think they want to follow me after tonight. No. <laughs> Nikki shaking her head. Nikki think, doesn't want to work with me anymore. I don't think he's supposed to. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you join Dakota at local witch burnings <laughs> on DeviantArts.com. <laughs> Have you seen this wizard? He's expected of dark magic. Um... If you want to follow me, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, pretty much like every platform under Nikki Muggle or Nikki Muggle One. Why are you pointing it back to me? Because yeah, I want you to give your social media information out, you dick. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under Dakota Wiegand. Um, not too creative there, but uh, my all my reviews, uh, cartoon reviews, movie reviews, and uh, other arts artsy stuff. You can go to dwdrawings.deviantart.com. That's my page. Just you know, favorite some stuff. Follow me. That sort of stuff. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Twitter at Timothy Rooney Two, my Instagram at tbrooney1012, and my Facebook and YouTube page under Through the Lens Productions. Where on the YouTube page you can find our short film Halloween Reborn because all three of us worked on that. Yep. And I hope everybody's enjoyed this podcast that you're listening to on SoundCloud.com. Because, you know, we had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely one you don't want to miss. There's a lot of comedy with this. Oh, I nearly died like three times. It's all worth it. <laughs> I'll get you next time, Dakota. Next time. Dr. Claw. Dr. Claw. Inspector Gadget. Hope everybody's enjoyed this. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.